Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? God bless you. You know, the world is changing so much. And I know you know that. I know a lot of you are going through so many things, uh, economically, financially, in your relationships. And I try to address every piece of that so that you can have some comfort and some direction and guidance and peace. And I pray that I am successful in doing that. Uh, this morning, we want to hit a part two of what are you looking for? Uh, the world offers us so much, my God, and uh, it can become enticing. And uh, I think one of the things that can help us is to just know what we're looking for. Uh, and you heard the first part. Now I want to delve into the second part just just for a few minutes, if you would. Now, my question to you this morning is, are you looking for the truth? Because if you're looking for all that other stuff, you already know what that is. And you already know the results of what comes with that. There are consequences and repercussions to bad choices. Those messages have been preached in, in, to, in some way, shape, or form, and I'll go into them in later detail even more so. So my question to you this morning is, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the truth? Uh, are you searching for the God of grace and mercy? Now, there's a whole lot of clown preachers trying to get stuff, trying to get you to buy them houses and jets and jewelry and what have you. You can find them everywhere. That's not what this is about. You know that if you've ever heard me preach. In fact, I never ask you for a nickel. Uh, I want to know if you are searching for the God of grace and mercy. That's my concern. I want to know if your soul is saved or do you want it saved? I want to know, do you want to be inspired, encouraged, uh, taught, uh, that, that's what I want to know, uh, uplifted, you know, are, are, are you even aware of the miracles of God? Because he still performs them. You, you know, when you get these men come talking about, come and see me, I'm going to heal so-and-so and I'm going to help so-and-so walk and run from that. You know, I want you to read the Bible. I want you to pray, and I want you to feel the power of the Holy Spirit moving through you. Just you and God there. Nobody in that room, but you and God. And when you read his word and when you pray, he will speak to your spirit. He will speak to your mind, and he will speak to your soul. If you're looking for that, if, if that's what you want. You know, now some of you, you're looking for Ouija boards and you're looking for Madam Hop Bop and all that other stuff. And you want your palms red and you want to see the car. This, that's not what this is about. OK, uh, God has said to us over and over and over again that God is no respecter of persons. He said, whosoever will. Let him come. So I'm asking you again. What are you looking for? Now, isn't it ironic how sometimes God has to cut off our bad sources of so-called nourishment? You know, some of us at one time or another, we made a whole bunch of money. And you know what? It didn't do us any good. And what did God have to do to get our attention? He had to cut 
us off. Now you figure, well, why do you got to do it? Why you got to? Hey, don't question God's methods. Just look at the results. We are better people for what God has done in our life, whether you want to admit it or not. Now, knowing some things are no good for us, why do we continue to mess with them? And so what does God do? God engineers our circumstances. So something detrimental is moved from our path or God moves us. Wow. Look at the wisdom. Look at the grace. Look at the mercy. Look at the kindness and look at the love. You see, God knows what is better for us even more than we do. And when we won't move, God moves because he loves us too much to leave us in the path of destruction. Wow. God wants to be first on our list, not second or third. Huh? So again, I ask, just what are you pursuing? Do, do, you, do you have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness? You, you, you know what you you like and and what you uh, expose yourself to. And, and my question to you is, is it wholesome? Yeah. Nobody knows but you. You and God. Can, can you pray over whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, or whomever you're seeing? Can you talk to God about that and be happy? Can, can you ask God to assist you because it furthers your growth in his kingdom? So, so what? You're getting personal, preacher. Well, that's what I'm supposed to do. That's how you get helped. The preacher getting personal right from the word of God. huh? Perhaps God is trying to speak to you, but something or someone is breaking the communication. Now, if you're really looking for God, I'm going to tell you like the word says, he is not far away. Look at Acts 17, 27, that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. If you want him, he's right there. And Jeremiah 29, 13, and you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. No, no, see, see, see that's, this is what's not going to happen. All this half-hearted seeking, this, this part-time reading the word, this every now and then praying, that, that's not how you're looking. For, you're not looking for God. Huh? You don't do half-time seeking when you're looking for all that other stuff, and yet you do this part-time, half-time seeking for God? That's not how it works. Huh? Either you are in, all the way in, or you're all the way out. We got to stop going halfway and part of the way with God. No waffling, no doubting, and no more skepticism. Huh? My question to you is, are you serious about God? Can you imagine having a spouse 
or, or, or even a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and they're not really serious about you, they see in somebody else, maybe a couple of other people, and, 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 and you don't find out. They don't tell you, but you find out by the pieces that you're getting. You know you're not getting full attention. And then you ask them, and they say, oh, yeah, I'm seeing so-and-so and so-and-so. Well, why are, you, why are you seeing me? Huh? Some, some of you, <laughs> you might say, do I have to make a decision? Yes. Yes, you do. Huh? God is the source of everything we need. So my question is, why are we hesitant to commit to God when we know he's all that. Forget the bag of chips. We don't need it. God is all that. Huh? Why, why, why are we so hesitant to commit fully to such a wonderful, majestic, gracious, loving God? So now that you know who God is, and what he does, and you do know that. Why are you really waiting? And why are you really playing God part-time? Here is a golden opportunity to accept God. And so I ask you again, what are you looking for? The name of the Lord is a fortified tower and the righteous run to it and are safe. That's Proverbs 18.10. Have you wondered how you can know if Jesus is the true source of your fulfillment? There's a good way to determine the answer. And you will know if Jesus is really fulfilling your life when things aren't going well for you. And when your circumstances are less than ideal and you're still looking to Christ. You lose your job. You lose a loved one. You get ill. You, your, your, your child does some just nonsense and you still love God. You still love, you love him even more. That's when you know you have a true relationship with God. When the bottom falls out of your life, you will know if you're sincerely following Jesus. And whether you've only been following him for what you can get. Huh? See, that, that when you find folk, as soon as their mother dies, as soon as their father dies, as soon as their sister or brother, husband dies, Lord, where were you? I, I don't even need you no more. You weren't there for me. Ah, that's when you find out if you really know him. See, when your life is not so blessed and your prayers are going seemingly unanswered, where are you looking for answers? Are you still looking to God? And the question is, where are you finding the hope and peace and joy and contentment when everything is going all wrong? If you're not finding it in the word of God, if you're not finding it in prayer, if you're not finding it through the power of the Holy Spirit, where are you finding it? You better check yourself, huh? If you're looking to anything or anyone other than Jesus Christ, I'm going to say this to you. You will always come up short. 
I've seen many of people who've walked through some tough circumstances. Oh my God. Huh? They've endured some hurtful situations and navigated some difficult relationships. And yet they still have the joy of the Lord flowing through them and flowing out of them. You, you would never know they're going through stuff. They're just smiling. And I'm not talking about them folk running around talking about, oh, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm not, I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about folk who ain't saying nothing. They're just smiling. They're just going on about their business like everything's fine. And then somebody come and tell you, you know so-and-so? Yeah. You know they just lost their wife? Are you serious? You'd never know it by looking at them. You know they just lost their husband? You know they're going through cancer? What? Are you serious? You'd never know it. Because they're so prayed up. They're so into the word of God. They're saying, Lord, have your way. And whatever your way is, I'm going to follow. Huh? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within, within me. Bless his holy name. Regardless of what they're dealing with, they are finding fulfillment in God. And on the contrary, I've seen many people walk through difficult times. And what do they do? Yeah, you know, they look elsewhere for fulfillment. They run right to the place the world looks. They go right to the trough of the world. And that's so simple to do. If you want to fail, just do like everybody else. huh? You know, the world, the flesh, and the devil is constantly offering you stuff. And you have to constantly say no. Don't think that they're just going to offer you stuff one time and, okay, he don't want it. So they go, no, they're going to keep offering to you. And they're going to keep offering different things until eventually you take something. Huh? And, and you say, well, how do you know that, preacher? Because they did it to Jesus. Up on the mountain. Remember that mountain? Huh? And the devil came to him and said, if you just jump off the mountain, if you just make these stones bread, if you just bow down to me, and what did Jesus fight him with? The word of God. Oh, I've seen so many people turn to drugs, alcohol, food, television, internet, shopping, illicit relationships. And I'm going to tell you something. None of these things will ever satisfy you because you're looking at the wrong things. You're looking for the wrong things. None of these earthly things will ever be enough to fill the whole that is in your heart. Only God can feel it. You know why? Because God designed you. Every human being needs to praise something or someone. And if it's not going to be God, God will let you praise whatever you want to praise. And he'll give you over to that if you don't want to praise him. And that's the last thing you want is to be given over to what you want. Look at the world. Men loving men, women loving women. Huh? People shooting everybody. Huh? Killing is in. Huh? Evilness is all over the place. Lying, cheating. It's all, it's just regular. Huh? If you are experiencing a difficult season right now, 
Where are you turning? Who are you turning to? Are you looking to the things of this world? And if so, I encourage you right now to turn away from those things and lean on Christ. Only God can give you the satisfaction that you really need. Only God can give you the peace and the joy and the comfort and the guidance and the leadership that you're desperately trying to find. I'm appealing to somebody right now. In the name of Jesus, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And why, preacher? Why should I do that? Because it's your reasonable service. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The least we can do is say, thank you, Lord, and be obedient and live according to the rules of the word of God. God is asking us to be not conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we might be able to prove what is good and acceptable and perfect and in the will of God. That's all the Lord is asking us to do. And in the meanwhile, it keeps us from the nonsense and it gives us peace and joy and happiness. It's not all about having money, folks. It's not all about having a big house, fine car. Uh-huh. It's about knowing Christ and the pardon of our sin. And then no matter what happens to us in this world, we can still say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so, dear brothers, I plead with you to give your bodies to God, to give your mind to God, to give your heart to God. And that's why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things, will be added unto you. Huh? Oh my God. I, I, I beg you today. I beg you today to look to God because that's where you're going to find what you really, really need. The choir is going to come now and say, so you would know because we've been told over and over and over again. So now the choir is going to sing it so you would know. Come on, choir. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sing it, sing it, sing it. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? My, 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 my. Yes, yes, yes. 
The doors of the church are open. Will you come? Will you come? Come on, come on. Walk away from the world. It means you're no good. Come on, come on, come on. Praise the Lord. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Yes. Make a decision for Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for these souls right now who have decided to walk away from the world, realizing it means them no good. Oh, God, bless them, encourage them, lead them, guide them, inspire them, encourage them, uplift them, and show them the way. Let them know that there'll be times when they will have to fight. They're going to go through tribulation, but you're going to be by their side. You're going to walk with them and talk with them and remind them that they're your own. I ask this for these right now. Whatever they're going through, financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, whatever the need is, God, bless them and let them know you will be there for them. In Jesus' name, we pray now and thank you for the answer and the blessing. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, yes, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Hmm. My, my, my. Yes, 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 yes. This is Faith Word Funded Ministries Weekly Encouragements by Namware. God bless you. Won't you tell a friend? Amen, amen, amen. God bless you.